Hello, listeners. Welcome to Turns Out She's Psychic, the podcast. Spiritual musings, sometimes amusing. I'm Tracy. And I'm Laura. Welcome back, dear listeners. I've got Tracy here again. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to say hello then. <laughs> Tracy, it's your turn to say hi. I'm yeah, in a so, weird mood today. I know. Sorry. Oh, well, that's mm. what happens. And that's what makes it spicy and fruity, I suppose, anyhow. Mm. So we are making our way through the chakras. Do you say chakras mm-hmm. or chakras? Mm, what rolls depends on what I feel like chakra chakra yeah it's got like it's got it's not a sh and it's not a ch it's like a like a midway chakra like chakra chakra it's got a bit of a blowy chakra (laughs) oh god (laughs) sorry guys (laughs) anyway so we are making our way through them and we are up to the third eye today Mm -hmm. (laughs) which just before we cut clicked record mm-hmm. you were like we better do the third eyes and I'm like well hopefully you only have one yes not plural so the third eye <laughs> the third eye chakra 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 <laughs> so now that we have established the subject for today's episode on turns out she's psychic perhaps we should uh, get to a little bit of the info on it um do you want me to start with my trusty Pinterest folder Yes, please. <laughs> Go for it. Well, firstly, the colour, because the colour sits somewhere between like a, a purpley, bluey colour. But more it's purple. Indigo. Yeah. Indigo. Indigo. I do like that colour. But do Me you too. find some people call when they see that colour, they'll say that's blue and I'll say no, that's purple. Purple? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have mm-hmm. that? So rather than yeah, say all have the time. that blue purple now I just need to remember saying it's indigo indigo I feel as though that would end the (laughs) argument just by saying that's indigo what's it's like blue or green it's aqua aqua (laughs) (laughs) that thing all right so um as promised my Pinterest folder on the a quick guide to your seven chakras being blocked balanced and overactive Mm-hmm. I've got for the blocked third eye, poor judgment, lacks focus, poor imagination, and can't see beyond physical. Mm-hmm. And for balanced, I've got imaginative, intuitive, clear thoughts and vision, sees beyond physical. Mm-hmm. And for overactive, nightmares, delusions, hallucinations, obsessive. Oh, you're going to like this one. Sees too many spirits. Tracy, how many spirits Not me. Is I too don't, many? Uh, well, what or I used to be was too many. The uninvited. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's, with, it's no control. Yeah, no boundaries sort of. Mm, yeah, mm. better with okay. boundaries. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So adding to that, you know, there's um, the physical signs as well, like 
did you say headaches and migraines? No, no, did you no. say those things? Go on. Did not. So like headaches, migraines, um, like overactive. Vision, um, both underactive or overactive. Okay. Um, the, um, like vision impairment, memory, um, like fog memory, fog memory, memory fog. fog. memory. <laughs> fog yeah, memory. This is me. Um, <laughs> brain fog. I'm Jesus. definitely blocked. Um, it's all you. You're. All you. <laughs> Every week. Does anyone else? I hope our listeners. We need to give you a chakra laxative. Yes. Um. Oh, that's actually a really good idea. You could sell that. that. Chakra chakra laxatives. Um. So yeah, there's that, and there's also like um even as far as um uh like tingling in the head or pins and needles and numb spots around the head um mm. you, not, you said nightmares and things like that yeah, so there's there's lots of nightmares. physical yeah there's lots of physical things that happen as well okay wow uh did you say vertigo like you get like a spinning vertigo okay I don't think I did say that but that would make sense that aligns with everything mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. Yeah. right yeah because so the third eye chakra um a lot of people probably get a little bit overwhelmed by it. It um, sounds so or have, already. Mm, and and probably have a general preconceived idea of what it is and what it means. Yeah. But just like with all of the others, it's far more simpler than what people think it is. And well, I think the other chakras are simple. Mm-hmm. Um and it's the chakra really that relies on so it's the chakra that opens you up to the spirit consciousness and the oneness and the higher the higher powers and the universe and all of the things above all of the things that aren't earthly mm-hmm. all of the psychic senses now even though your throat chakra heart chakra solar plexus sacral or rely on the one below each one of it in order for the energy to flow through. Mm. The third eye chakra allow um, it, it requires, or well, it doesn't require, but the um, the clearer the flow and the faster the flow, um, which all comes down to what the frequency that you vibrate at. So the clearer and the faster the flow the clearer your third eye chakra is. Mm-hmm. But then it requires extra extra education or extra learning, extra knowledge in order to decipher, um, um, translate, understand, recognise sometimes the information that's coming in through the third eye chakra because it's not human so there's a lot of training with interpretation of what all of yeah that's the word other Mm -hmm. input is is what it means where it's coming from correct okay yeah so like with the other chakras when we talk we we know what the emotions are we know what the thoughts are we know what the behaviors are it makes sense to us as humans human okay Yeah. yeah it's like can you accept that uh, I I am struggling to accept it, but I know I understand the concept of acceptance. Mm, I know what you Can mean. Can you forgive that? Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean, and I'm working towards it. 
Whereas if we have a um, like an out of body or, or even like a, we go in our third eye chakra or if we um, do some something like that, it's um, it's not human knowledge to automatically or just um, inherently understand what we're seeing what we're experiencing in that space of the third eye. It's it's um it's extra sense. So in order to really truly understand what the third eye chakra can give us, like it because it, it's available to everybody. Like everybody can go in there and explore. But in order to actually use what it is that you experience in that space, you really need Need to do some extra study and there is no such thing as you know kind of self-mastery or mastery of that um it's more towards the the space or the conversation around self-actualization okay. and it takes a very 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 long time and a lot of discipline and consistent effort mm. in order to develop those specific um I guess abilities and um potential like the possibilities and the potentiality that exists in that space is there but trying to get it to translate into what looks like in in human form or in manifested human reality um that process of bringing it from a almost like a a conscious thought awareness into a reality it's like the gap is too big for most people to make that happen there's a lot so of learning and work and correct. It's like trying to bring a a spirit back into full body form. Mm-hmm. You know, it you'd have you have to figure out how to get it to exist on in both realms. Wow. And it just won't happen. So it, it happens over time and space. So if we look, if we think about a great example would be manifestation. So I can manifest anything. Like I consider myself a master manifester. If I want it, I will do it. Mm-hmm. If I want it but don't really want it, then I'll do it, but not quickly. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, though, that I know that if I want to manifest, like I'll use Dash as an example. So I manifested Dash and it took me seven days or five days to manifest the money that I needed to buy Dash. I didn't need it, but the money that I dealt, I did a deal with Matt that I said if I get an extra, then I'll (laughs) buy it and you can't say anything. So it took me five days to do that. If I'd only, and I had five days to do it. If I only had two days to do it, I probably would have done it in two days, but I did it over five days. My and this is going to get deep in the weeds for a second, but maybe we'll need to do an uh, an episode on this topic anyway. But my paradigm, so my belief in what's possible mm. in my reality, nice. um, yep. said to me at the time that it's likely that I am not going to get this money appear in the next second. Like I can't just, I, I am a master manifester, but I'm not a master manifester to, manifester to the point where I manifest that dog sitting on my lap immediately. <laughs> like I can't think dog and have a dog in my hand. 
mm-hmm. I know that over time and space that dog will arrive, but it takes time and space yeah. in order for that to materialize into the physical form. Mm-hmm. So That's the thought consciousness the we live in. <laughs> yes. So the thought consciousness has to materialize into the physical form. Learning how to get it to materialize into the physical form. It is once you get it, you get it, and you can't unget it. But it takes a, a lot of discipline and, and um, intentional and deliberate and conscious effort to learn how to do that. So the third eye place is um, one that is full. What I what I like to think of it really is just your place that you can go to access your imagination and to also access the ability to be able to change your perception about real world things, which mm-hmm. will shift your paradigm. But also it's your place where you can access um, information that um, information that's always been available to you, but it's only at certain levels. And and this is it's, we start as we get. I was dreading doing this one, and I'm dreading doing the crown <laughs> chakra too, because it gets really deep. But if we go back to the clearer and the faster the energy can move through your chakras up to your third chakra. The more work you do in on those human ones and the more aligned they are and the more authentic that you are and the more you sit in meditation and the more you sit in space to receive what is for your highest good, the more that the more becomes visible in your third eye. However, it has always been there. It's just that you can finally see it mm. because you 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 went up a level. Okay. So it's like if you can think about you you feel great after you you're sick, you start to feel better when you've been sick. And it's like you, you, it's a, it is an illusion that you're actually better. You're just back to normal. So if you start to raise your better standard and say, let's just say we're, you know, going in an elevator or we're walking up flights of stairs. If we go up a flight of stairs and we're like, oh, we've gone from the ground floor apartment and now we live on level one apartment you'll see the view from level one that you couldn't see it at ground level, but the view was always there, correct? Yes. You just couldn't see it. Yeah. And so then you're on level one and you're just like, wow, the view from up there must be fucking amazing. I My goal is to get to level six. I'm going to live on, on the penthouse apartment. You get there, you achieve your goal over time and space. So say it's like 12 months later and you're finally on the penthouse apartment. And you're like, wow, I've got 360-degree views of the city. This is fucking phenomenal. Was the view always there even when you lived on level one and the ground level? Yes, you just couldn't see it. Yeah. So the third eye chakra space is very similar. The more aligned your human self is, which is why I'm so... um, I'm such a self-development and personal development human development passionate person mm-hmm. yeah. because the spiritual stuff comes easy to me I don't know everything but it just comes easy to me most people are trying to study that I'm trying to study the the human part the spiritual being having the human experience because I I I'm pretty sure I've done 
on some sort of like degree, multiple degrees. Like I've probably got a fucking triple doctorate if even it exists. <laughs> I've written millions of theses from the spiritual realms. Mm. Human stuff, not so much. So I'm here trying to work out how I can get my human self to receive so much more of what's available from my spiritual self that is always there. It's just that my human self is closing down the the ability to see the view. Yeah, you still got that human experience there. Yeah. Mm. So when some people, and this is one of the things that um, like if you think if we start looking at um, mushrooms and psychedelics and things like that, you yeah. know, it's it um, automatically will transport us. It's like a, a shortcut, um, like the bullet train to express to being able to access that third eye space. Yeah, you get to have and it, it, head out the window for a little while enjoying the view. <laughs> yeah, it really takes you up into that really kind of like elite primary conscious mind level. And when we're in that space, we are open and receptive. Our sensory abilities are in hyper mode and mm. they are just like kids in candy stores just going, what's that? What's that? Look at how beautiful that is. And it that is what it's like. Like that is what it's like as a spiritual being. It is just phenomenal. And <laughs> when you when you see it like that, then people come down off off their high, off their trip, yeah. and they're like, "Wow, I experienced this stuff." Cool. I'm really happy for you. Great. I I love that for you. But aside from you talking about the experience and you wanting to continue that experience, how is it actually helping your human experience? Mm. How, for some, it will expedite healing because yep. that conscious so awareness yeah. is able to shift their perception mm-hmm. and able to open up their imagination to different possibilities that exist. Yeah. But not for everybody. No, I Again, think some people want the high they just want to go back for the high and the they high, want and to the escape high and no work and they're trying yeah. to escape potentially their human reality yeah but you're getting further if you're, away yeah so whilst people want to experience those um induced state mm-hmm. um that's fine go for it like no judgment but what you're doing is <laughs> just so accessing you know accessing it just so you know, you're accessing it somewhat prematurely because your human form doesn't know what to do with it yet. Mm. And like I, you said, personally, yeah. mm. personally, like I don't really care to listen to too many people talk about their experiences about it unless they're using it to take action in their human form and they're mm. moving their human form in an evolution and an expansive state. They're the people that I like to talk to, but I don't like to to particularly listen to or talk to people who do it just to share their experience and talk about how cool it was. Because to me that is missing the point by a universal measurement. Yeah. Yeah. I've always got Caroline... Mesa's voice in my head when she just goes good and then what <laughs> yeah and then what what are you right. gonna do what's the point why are yeah, you doing that unless you're mm-hmm. 
doing something, what's the point? And then what? That's it. Yeah. But like you were and saying so what? before, for some people, um, it's and there there's a massive body of work still trying to gain evidence with psychedelics and treatment with massive sort of issues in depression and mm. PTSD and all kinds of uh conditions like that so um obviously it's such a massive growing field but that's when there's so many potential avenues and it's too medicinally Mm. yeah I mean medicinally I am a huge fan Mm. but medicine is about healing medicine is healing and if it's prescribed and delivered and used by someone who is um in my and this is my opinion you know like don't this is not you know um set in stone or concrete and I'm not saying I'm right it's just where I sit with it all um I I think that I think there's I think it's probably the way forward in terms of healing medicinal use area yeah Yeah. it's um Um, for especially for um anything to do with the mind so where the mind is concerned the thing is that no one's ever been able to see the mind like we the mind does not exist in the physical form Mm. it is a psychic form and so we can only really go by the what the conscious mind and what the subconscious mind and what the person's vibration is, we can only really go by the combination of those three things to tell us whether or not something has worked. Yeah, the neuro neurology, neurophysiology and all of that can only measure so much. And there's even telling in information and data that they can't see. You know, correct. Some, you know, in absence, it doesn't mean it doesn't necessarily mean there's an understanding as to what's there, like you were saying. Yeah. It's not so it's in, Yeah. So it's in results. It's in what manifests as the outcome that we yeah. are able to see whether it works. Correct. And, you know, it's my personal opinion because I've seen it happen and I did it myself to myself and I've done it to people. You do not need, in, not in all cases, but in many cases, I would say, in probably most cases where the infliction of the mind isn't, you know, quite super serious and kind of like really psychotic and like at levels mm-hmm. that is that are, are quite extreme, if it's at relatively mild levels or even to a little bit more than mild, proper spiritual counseling and proper meditation and breathwork practices can achieve the same result as medicinal plant medicine Mm. yeah it's simply the medicinal plants they simply get you to that altered state out of the subconscious mind you raise your vibration, raise your frequency into that conscious mind, and they unlock all of the potential abilities of mm. when your conscious mind, which are connected to spirit. 
You do not, it's, it's like a shortcut. It's like take the magic pill to get to the, the station you want to get to on the nine and three quarters platform train. And you can get there quickly and you can get the results. And in some cases, I think that it's appropriate to do that. But I also think that it's not necessary for many to go and do it. That's right. There's, you know, there's, you know, indications for any kind of treatment. It's just a matter of what's working or what would work for that individual and, uh, when you're talking about well, plant I, medicine, were you, were you referring specifically to the psychedelics in that context? Because yeah. there's plenty of other plant medicines that would be extremely beneficial um, yeah, in, the, in, you know, just helping you well, relax and whatnot, not necessarily a psychedelic course. trip. Well, it's ancient. It's it, it's natural ancient medicine, of course. There's wisdom in it. But, no, yeah. I mean the new, the, the new wave that's stuff. coming through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The hardcore and the micro we're not interested and... in having chamomile teas. We want, you know, mm, fuck that. So, something to <laughs> we, we, or... we don't yeah, we don't want a gradual effect. No. We want to want it now, just like everything else we have access to. Information, Correct. everything is now. There's no, yeah. And that brings me to the point of you know, from where I sit, that's one of the what's the biggest but it's one of the points that i that i have around why i believe that most people shouldn't or and don't need to take that easy road and that shortcut because ultimately there really is no shortcut and you are unless you are going to do something with it in terms of integrate it into your physical form and become a new version of yourself with this new conscious awareness do that and i'm all for it i want to talk to you i want to hear your story i want to know exactly what you did and i'm going to celebrate you yeah. but if you're not going to do that then in my opinion and from what I've seen and what I know from just my relationship with spirit, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're not evolving the way that you should. You're spiritually bypassing to a certain degree. It's not like the true definition, but it's 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 a it's a form of spiritual bypassing. It's in that area, yeah. And it's ego driven. So, I mean, we've gone a little bit off the third eye, but so have a think accessing, about that. <laughs> yeah. Have so accessing that. that space, you know, like when I do psychic development with people, it feels so backwards before you start coming forwards because most people will come to me and they want to study the spiritual fundamentals and the fun stuff and the exciting stuff and the freaky, spooky stuff. And it's just like, oh, okay, I understand. I get it. I totally get it. Yeah, of course. But in order for you to do that, you can't, like even though you might have some funny experiences and you might be a little bit more psychic than most, Yes. you can't just go to where I am. Like you, One must like, be responsible. Well, you also, you have to go backwards in order to go forwards with any understanding. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason why you can't. Well, there's a reason why you can't understand what's happening right now. Mm. 
because you haven't learnt the basics. Mm-hmm. You haven't learnt how you're doing what you're doing. Makes sense. So most people just want to do it. They don't want to learn how to do it and to be able to repeat it. So when you learn how to do it, you can induce it. You can make it happen on cue whenever you want. But you also have to be able to learn how to raise your frequency really quickly and your vib- so your vibration really quickly up with your frequencies. And in order to do that, you have to fucking know who you are. Mm. Yeah, it's all because the otherwise, fundamentals. It's all the yeah, foundational because, principles. Yeah, like, you know when you said when there is an overactive third eye, they see yeah. too many spirits, like yeah. it's hallucinations, it's whatever. That was what it was like for me Previ- before. And it was a fucking nightmare. But, uh, like, anyone who would have seen it would have gone, wow, she's a psychic as fuck. Like, hello. Yeah. Like, she's like the sixth sense kid, all the rest of it, if people were able to see what was going on. But it was not okay. But it's not okay. Because I wasn't safe. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how it was happening. I didn't know why it was happening. I didn't necessarily always want it to happen. Yeah. It's like, what's what's the point? There is no point to it. Mm-hmm. It's not a toy and it's not fun and games. It's simply living in a paradigm or on, from a human perspective, but living in a in-between of realms and learning mm-hmm. how to do that and to do it in a way that is in harmony rather than um, for any well, for any other reason, for so many reasons. Mm. So that third eye place, you know, in the beginning I would just say to people, think of it as your place where you can access your highest level of consciousness and everything that's for your highest good in that place. But that is like that's on the rare occasion. Just for the just in the beginning, Maybe just think of it as I'm accessing my imagination mm. and my imagination is a superpower. So because opening up that with, creativity to allow yourself. Correct. Exactly. Channel. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. Yeah. It's the creative the right mind. Word, but yeah. Mm. No, that's, it's perfect. Exactly what you just said. Couldn't have said it better. Mm. So when you open that up, your vibration and your frequency raises. Mm. When your vibration, your frequency raises, you have just gone to visit Tracy who lives on level six mm-hmm. and you've gone, well, check out this view that you've got. I have to go back down to my level one now. <laughs> it's like I want what she's having. Mm. But each time you flex mm. and stretch that imagination mm. and raise that frequency, before you know it, you're having sleepovers at Tracy's. And then before you know it, Tracy asks you to come and be her roommate. And then before you know it, Tracy's got to leave and asks you to, like, House watch sit. her flat. House <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. And then Tracy doesn't come back and you just take over the lease and it's yours and who would have thunk it? Mm. So the more you can sit in that imaginative I- imagination and that imaginative space, the more chance you have at your higher frequency being affected by perception shifts. 
and that's all massaging that third chakra, third eye chakra. Correct. Mm-hmm. Because then, when you and and then he 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 goes, and, and this is going to be a little bit of a pre a pre quill to um, the crown chakra, right? When you receive new conscious awareness and you are smart and choose to integrate it with your human self, which is exactly what the whole fucking point of it is, mm-hmm. when you begin to integrate and you really understand it, that's when your crown chakra opens up mm-hmm. and it flows out of you, goes up to your higher self, and then all the way back down up your ass again up the root chakra <laughs> up through your root love and that is where you must integrate it through your other energetic systems so yeah, this is absolutely. where you have to become what you know you have to become what you understand rather than just have the knowledge mm, really embody it and walk the integrate walk. Talk, embody talk integrate live it yeah and be that vibrational frequency Mm. and this is the key to getting what you want in life because Mm. in terms of manifesting because if you can like we're all sending out frequencies everything vibrates so we're sending out bazillions of frequencies at any one given point in time Mm. the ones that are really consistent think about your heartbeat Mm -hmm. Your heartbeat sends a consistent rhythmic beat until the day you die. Mm. When that rhythm is off, we're off, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, we we have a heart attack, or we we need a pacemaker, or something, because or we've got a rhythm or something. But the mm. when the heartbeat isn't doing its rhythm and not beating the way that it should and how it always has, mm. our physical body starts to reflect the fact that our heart's not doing what it should, mm-hmm. right? So if we're, if we're thinking about the frequency of what we know, like I know something, I know that, I'm trying to think of an example, um, I know that I can have whatever I want. If I really, if I really want, I can have whatever I want. Knowing that is one thing, but moving as if I do have whatever I want is a completely different thing. Knowing that you can um, run is different to running. Everywhere, all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Knowing something sends out a frequency that is really, really piss poor, Mm -hmm. really weak. It's like, like it's just like a just alive kind of frequency, like barely hanging on. Mm-hmm. When you add action to it, i.e. the the beat. It's like a supercharge. Yeah. And so maybe you run once a week. So we get a boom once a week out into the universe and a boom once a week out into the universe. And we've got a consistent boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. But then what if you ran every day? Then we would be going boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. Stronger signals. And so so stronger signals, more consistent signals, more rhythmic sin- signals, more discipline signals, 
more certain signals. And the universe starts to receive that and goes, huh, we're getting a collection of consistent signals that equal together a certain result, which is for the heart, the body existing, the blood pumping through the veins, which is keeping us alive. Yeah? So when you're thinking about what you know and then integrating it into yourself, the only way that taking knowledge and turning it into real-world reality and manifesting is that you have to consistently release that signal more often, more frequently, consistently, deliberately, intentionally, consciously. And it feels fucking weird in the beginning, but once Mm -hmm. you do it, Mm -hmm. it just becomes second nature, just like everything else that we do. Yeah, you explained it really well, just as you have done now in the manifesting episodes. Remember we did two of those? Yes. Such a, that concept, the first time you hear it, you're like, what the fuck are you on it stretches that brain. It really does. Yeah, really stretches the brain. I've been listening a bit um, on Spotify, Dax Shepard, which is the um, husband of Kristen Bell. He has a podcast called Armchair Experts with a lady called Monica. And they have um, like this running theme, like a running sort of conversation alongside of whatever they're talking about called the sim, the simulation of <laughs> of life, like the matrix. And um, I can't remember who said it. It might have been one of their guests or it might have been Dax just sort of surmising probably where the whole start of that con- running conversation came from just when they had someone on or they were talking about how what if it is the fact that we just live in a simulated environment and this whole manifesting Mm -hmm. uh, does you know that frequency really is the computer generated sort of algorithm and then once you start running at that frequency all of a sudden bang you get exactly what you want because you've just sort of unlocked that Mm -hmm. that That level portal key yeah (laughs) in the computer program I'm like fuck Uh (laughs) shush turn it off turn it off it's too early too early (laughs) I'm not ready (laughs) I can't handle it today hang on a minute I need to smoke a joint hang on a minute (laughs) but I really love how that's just a running conversation that they refer back Mm. to in episodes they're like what about the sim and sometimes with their celebrity (laughs) guests they'll be like so do you do you believe in the sim (laughs) I'll have to listen to it. I like the sound of that. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, I don't listen to it every week, but I've tuned into a few now. It's a really good one. If my husband and I are just driving somewhere, we'll put it, we'll put it on and it's really good. He's speaking to yeah. um, some pretty cool people on there. It would be very conversational. Like it would be a good conversation yeah. podcast to listen to. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so that's cool. So, so yeah, with the third eye. With the third eye, um, <laughs> Some some ways to be able to increase activation would be meditate, mm, breath work. What type of meditations are you? Any depending Just to sit on with yourself what, and quiet your mind, sort of things. Or yeah, I mean, it depends on what works. Like I, I'm, everyone knows that I'm not the biggest sit and be quiet meditator haven't been Um, in the past no I much prefer guided meditations and I respond better to guided meditations I do because I'm an extremely visual person so for me it's um it's very it's a it's like a supercharged quick 
you know, bullet train to express train to where I want to go. But for other people, maybe not. And so it's whatever works for you, but Mm -hmm. and consistent and up your level of meditation. So whatever you're doing, times it by five if you want (laughs) increased, like really ramp it up. Okay. Um, I'm meditating three times a day at the moment and have been for about a about a month. And my results are like hilariously, ridiculously, laughably, just like no fucking way. Like at the moment, it's just I am churning them out. It's hilarious <laughs> in terms of like my my manifesting, or not my manifesting, but my what conscious awareness of what's happening. Towards. Yeah, and and, more, and also just tuning into what's happening at the moment, and and my psychic awareness is just okay. like boom, 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 boom. I just know mm. shit's going to happen all the time at the moment. And usually, I'm not like that for myself. I'll do it for everybody else, but not for myself. Um, Why? So ramp it. Times up. Uh, because it is an effort. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. It's a it's it's a lot of um. It's work. It's a lot. It takes a lot of time. Well, it's not it's not work. It's time. Mm, okay. Yep. Um, but the just like with everything else, the more you do something efficiently, the more time you get back. But yeah. you've got to be able to work through the resistance part of it where it's like in the middle of that. It's like, oh, fuck, oh, God, oh, God, I'm having withdrawal symptoms. And then you keep passing. You're like, okay, now I'm through it. I'm, I've reached the tipping point now and it's mm. all systems go from here. Um, so increase whatever you're doing by five. And even if you meditate every day, do it five times a day even if it's just for like three-minute meditations or two big ones or three big ones and two small ones, whatever. You don't have to close your eyes. You can do walking meditation. You can do shower meditation. You can do meditation to go to sleep, meditation, whatever. Figure it out five times it and you'll see your results change. Crystals are excellent at this level. Mm. It is probably my favourite place to use crystals. Um. um and I would go sodalite, mm. lapis, lazuli, of course, coupled with some amethyst. What the amethyst is going to do is help alleviate any um, post come down headaches and pressure that we get going from level six down to level one. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, oh. I'm spinning out like I got like seasickness. So the amethyst helps to just really kind of soften the fall. Um, clear quartz as well. Um, but my my recommendation for clear quartz and adding that in, and I would choose one crystal at a time combined with amethyst. So don't do all of these at the same time. Just do one and see what it does for you because some people <laughs> are different. someone lying down with I know, right, with all these crystals on there. It's like, someone get me a bowl. She said I had to do it times five, so I've got five crystals on my phone. And by um, someone, I, I'm me. Okay, that's me. You, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we we all visualized you. We, we um, all knew I was just talking about myself again. Yeah. <laughs> and you just did the whole um, charades of you laying down and putting five crystals on your head too. Yeah, yeah I got to absolutely. see it. You did. Um, You're welcome. So with the clear quartz, what I recommend, especially not so much with the other, like with sodalite and lapis, like it's okay. But with clear quartz, what I recommend is buying yourself um, three different sizes: small size, a medium size, and a bigger size. Obviously, the bigger size fits on your forehead. Um, so it's not like a gigantic like door stopper. 
but um, start with the smaller size first and don't don't worry about graduating up to the next one too quickly, but just start with it first because sometimes it can be far too much and Ooh. it can actually cause people to um, drop their frequency instead because too much. judgment, fear, ego kicks in just going, holy fuck, what's going on? And then you just go, Voomp. and it's really hard to sustain it up there. Okay. Um, like you get fatigued really quickly. And so my my recommendation is to go small and then when you're really enjoying what you're doing and you're getting persistent consistent results from like your experience in your third eye chakra um then have a go like maybe every second day add a bigger add a bigger clear quartz Mm. and just come back down and just like kind of increase your dose I guess like gradually and when you're saying um add it are you Mm -hmm. sort of referring to add it like using it when you are meditating when you say crystals are your favorite thing to use is that how you how you would use it Yes, during meditation, during breath work, yeah. um, during or laying down. journaling, either. Yeah. Um, you can hold it in your hands. It's all about um, connecting to that the energy, uh, the frequency of the crystal, right? Yeah. However you choose to do that that works for you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have a slightly random question. Um, but it's something that I've been going to ask you throughout this uh, conversation. I haven't yet. Um, I, could you just tell uh, myself and listeners what you have come to know through your information sources about the pineal gland and its um, relevance to the third eye chakra? um we might have to do a whole another podcast on that Ooh. so they are related though yes okay because of from what uh small amounts I've looked into or watched or anything to do with that um there's it's a gland and it's quite often calcified and uh learning how to sort of decalcify that and really activate that has a lot to do with opening up third eye chakras. Yeah. Third eye chakras, so, third eye so chakra. It's basically <laughs> your gland of chakra, chakra, chakra. chakra. Um, we, we might do a whole other episode on that. That's a really good idea. Mm, um, we might do it next time. Um, just think about the, that as the, um, remember how I was talking about you've got like your conscious mind have these extrasensory sort of um, receptors Mm -hmm. that will pick up the imagination and pick up the different perceptions and pick up the higher consciousness in that extrasensory space where there's Mm -hmm. no kind of human dulling of what's possible. To get in the way. In that higher space. Yeah. Yeah, pineal gland is kind of responsible for how those extrasensory abilities function. Oh, that's the sort of area that that sort, sort of, of links to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So that's a little bit of a clue, or not a clue, but it's a bit of a, an insight into what you're saying in terms of decalcifying it. Mm. 
it's learning how to um, dust off the cobwebs of the receptors. It's learning how to reactivate, re-engage, re-stimulate, um, wake up, grow, um, make kind of real, like put them on high alert, make them very, very, very sensitive. Because I, I remember coming across, it so wasn't it, long after I started, um, like we started being friends again. I think I had my reading with you and we started being friends again. That just sounded really weird. I know, right. <laughs> We had a big fight. I was, I, was, I don't know how pineal gland, like I don't know where it came from, but it, it popped up on my phone from something I'd obviously been looking at. And I'll uh, tell you what it was. Listening to bi, bi, oreal, binaural beats or something going. Binaural. By that word. Oh, I should know these words. I just don't anymore or never did more like. Anyway, so you put headphones on, it goes from one ear to the other ear and it's, and there was a, um, pineal gland decalcification meditation and it had all these different you know beats of different frequencies and whatnot and that sort of thing I thought oh that's really interesting so yeah yeah just made me think about it in this conversation yeah yeah well it's a great it's a great question I'm glad you brought it up and we will talk about it more because it should be talked about Mm. but I bet you I know exactly why that came up at that time Mm. go on because we both had a mutual person that we knew um, who started doing a, a certain brand of essential oils. Oh. And essential oils awaken and uh, stimulate the gland. Is that right? And so... I remember having that conversation with her and I'm pretty sure you would have been around at that stage. Yeah. Because um, smell, it's, yep. it's smell. So just think about that as your, as kind of like the switchboard for your sensories cool. in terms of your conscious, your conscious mind sensories. And that's why they calcify because most people aren't living in their conscious mind. They're living in their subconscious mind. So they calcify. Which is their emotional mind. Older. Calcify because no one's using it. As opposed to kids. So would kids not be calcified? Yeah. That's why they're able to be so imaginative and and understand things and be so receptive. So interesting because I remember um, those essential oils, um, we were talking about them and relating them to the um, like smells, the power of smells being part of the limbic system system and how those memories are laid down before, like when we're really, really little. And that's how smells can transport you to all different places that you'd never even thought about or probably wouldn't think about had you not smelt this smell that reminds you of something that happened when you were five. Hmm. Proof that you can transport through time and space, just not in a material sense. but um, oh, you just said something and I was like, yep, you just bang on said it. Um, the limbic system. Yeah, smells. but just after that. Um, <laughs> Memory of a sieve. Oh, and what do you think memory is? What is memory? Your memory. <laughs> Where, what mind does your memory sit in? 
conscious mind. Conscious, yes. Yeah. And so when people have um, memory issues, brain mm-hmm. fog, mm-hmm. Um, even like Alzheimer's and dementia sometimes, but, um, you know, we're really looking at that whole conscious mind aspect. Mm. As opposed to the older not, memories, yeah. Well, as in you're not actively using your conscious mind enough. So the conscious mind is asleep mm-hmm. and like every now and then you might throw a few coals on the fire and it might fire up a little bit through a smell, through someone prompting a memory, like through a photograph or through a song, mm-hmm. through our senses, yeah. our our sight, our smell, our taste, our touch and our hearing. Uh, <laughs> hearing. Yeah. So the more extra sensory you can get with those senses the more your conscious mind is stimulated the more you're able to open up your imagination and the more you're able to open up your perception and the more you're able to open up to what is possible and then the more you're able to open up into moving to what is possible Mm -hmm. so get sensual folks stimulate the senses (laughs) get censored (laughs) <laughs> Let's um that can be the takeaway <laughs> this episode. It's time to get I think there'll be a few. With yeah. your I hope everyone and... listens to this like when they've just got time to listen to it, because I'm sure everyone's gonna be like, What? Mm-hmm. Come again. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. And you know, I think the hint is in the name of it, the third eye. So it's it really is like a learning to see in a new way yeah Mm -hmm. so it's seeing what what your other two human eyes can't see Mm, everything else Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. yeah and the the more you spend Mm. yep the more you spend time in it and then the more you train your human eyes to start to see our human reality of what you're seeing with your third eye the more your life is expensive. Mm, so cool. It's very cool. And it's awesome to live it. Mm. It's hard because you do sometimes feel like you're there on your own. Rarely mm. you come across people that these days it's getting more common, but you'll come across people who you know also live in that space. It's just mm. like, hi, I see you mm. <laughs> with my third eye and human eyes. <laughs> And I guess with the internet as well, you have more access to more people as well. Yeah. And Mm. my like sync, the sync membership, Mm. it's such a beautiful place because it's people who are really enjoying having fun and going all in with exactly what I'm talking about, accessing that third eye, bringing it consistently into their lives I call it practical spirituality. It's just being practical with your spirituality, living it, incorporating it, integrating it, embodying it at your level of desire and Mm. and will, Mm. Um, but realising that it's all well and good until you stop using it for your human experience. You need, like, your spirit can only evolve if your human lets it. And so 
the spirit doesn't want to give you all of this information and then for you to not do anything with it. Mm. Like it needs you. It needs you to execute. It needs you to live. It needs you to expand. It needs you to grow. And if you're not going to do that, you're just going to be stuck, like just in fluff. Mm-hmm. If you're, if some people don't even get stuck in the fluff. Mm. <laughs> some people just get stuck in the body. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway. Stuck somewhere. Stuck somewhere that's not fun. Limbo. Mm. Love it. That was a nice little plug for sync as well. It was. Good. I love so my you sink. Should. Exactly. I love my sink. Yeah. Yeah. It's freaking amazing. We're going to have some people coming on from Sync as well that we're going to get to chat with in upcoming episodes yeah, we as will. well. So stay mm-hmm. tuned for that. And we hope you, dear listeners, are still enjoying the Chakra series. And we're nearly there. <laughs> we're nearly there. <laughs> One more to go. Oh, well, do you, there's actually like 112 or 102 chakras. We're going to stick to the main one. So we, we could be here for the next 10 years. But we won't be. <laughs> But we won't be. <laughs> well, we'll do it. Um, I did. I, there is one chakra that I wouldn't <laughs> mind doing at some point that's an extra one. Mm-hmm. So gonna, we might see yeah. if I can twist your arm with it. Are you going to hold No, I don't want to say what, Yeah, good on you. I'll, I'll tell you, but I don't want to tell our listeners because I don't want them to go and look it up. Oh, okay. All right. That's cool. I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. We need a bit of mystery. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But it is a fun one, and it is a a spiritual one. Well, I'm in. Take yeah. my money. I'm there. Okay, <laughs> sold. All right, everybody, stay safe. Look after yourself. Look after other people. We'll catch you next time. Ciao. We love bringing Turns Out She's Psychic to you each week at no cost. So if you like what you hear, please consider supporting the show by donating to our Patreon. We are a small operation researching, coordinating and producing the show ourselves. Any amount is sincerely appreciated and helps offset the costs of making the show. As a thank you, we'll send you out some Tosby tattoos. We'll give you a Patreon shout-out on the podcast. There's a monthly live Q&A, competitions and giveaways, as well as special book and movie review bonus episodes. For more details, please click the link in the show notes. Of course, if you want to get in touch, send us an email at tospsychic at gmail.com. We welcome your ghost stories and any questions that you have for myself or Tracy. And we'd love it if you left a review and shared the podcast with your friends and family and give us a follow on Insta at turnsout underscore she's psychic. Bye-bye. Bye.